Happy New Year, and welcome to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. This is episode number 36. Assumptions can ruin first impressions. I'm going to subtitle this show, Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover. We make assumptions about situations, things, people all the time. Sometimes I think we don't even notice it. It's actually subliminal, meaning that it occurs without our consciously knowing it. You know, I, that makes me remember I have a prior episode that talks about unconscious bias, and I'll make sure I get a link to that in the show notes for you. Today's episode, though, it was inspired by my own lesson learned, and I think it's a powerful one to share with you. The other day, I was out exercising, and I thought I saw a deacon from our local church, Deacon Don, driving a white van, one of those extended vans. And for some reason or not, the first thing that came to my mind was, what's he got back in there? A dead body? Now, I say that jokingly, but it goes to show you how my mind wandered, saw someone I knew, and based on the vehicle they were driving, I made a, a rapid decision about them, an assumption about them. I work with Deacon Don and others from our church within the church as well as local activities that we had on the church property. However, I didn't really know Deacon Don too well outside of church, other than he was a deacon and we got along well during Mass and during church activities on the grounds. I happened to have another deacon's number, Deacon Norm. I texted him and I said, hey, I think I just saw Deacon Don around the corner driving a white extended van. And he said, wow, what's he got back there? Dead bodies? Okay, I admit it. My first initial thought wasn't a pleasant one. But now that I've texted Deacon Norm and got a response like that without any setup, what's going on here? Why did he come back with that the same way? Why did two of us come with that same thought about Deacon Don? I actually realized I had Deacon Don's number and I texted him and I asked him, Hey, it's Craig from church. How you doing? What do you got back of the van there? Do you have any dead bodies? And his response was, no, I'm in between runs. Okay, if you're me, what do you do with a response like that? All right, I get it. Maybe not everybody listening attends church, and maybe not everybody has access to their deacons or priests' uh, cell phone information, and better yet, you might not be that person that's a little edgy and kind of jokingly reach out to them and just ask a question like that. He later texted back and told me, you know, I work for a local funeral home. So in shock, not knowing if it was true or not, my only response to him was, thank you for your service. That's something I usually say to those that serve in the military and the police department. <laughs> this translates into how our brains work by default. In a way, we can be programmed, and naturally, we react to certain situations, the situations that we see and pick up in our visual field. And that's kind of why this episode is titled in this unique way, Assumptions Can Ruin First Impressions. I made an assumption about someone, even though I actually knew them in one particular setting, but not another. I just wanted to close the story loop with you. I spoke to Deacon Don after this, and he did confirm he worked for a local funeral home. So, in a way, the joke was on me. I hope you liked my little story. And that's a good segue into the subtitle. Don't judge a book by its cover. It's said that when you walk into a room, you're already judged. 
Unfortunately, this is mostly true. Now, I know in today's world with COVID, the pandemic, we're not doing too much uh, face-to-face and close interaction. However, this still can apply because there's quite a bit of virtual meetings where we're on live and some of them are even recorded. I think that's why it's important to know yourself, to truly know yourself and give off or exude your true inner person to the outside world. We don't realize, but when we prepare for meetings or first-time interactions with people, that we're probably thinking about the handshake or fist bump or elbow touch or maybe just, you know, first gesture, first greeting now that we have COVID. But we don't really think about the planning ahead phase, the getting to know them as we approach the room, approach the person. And we we should really have a good idea about that. It just doesn't start when the minute you start talking or the minute that you start interacting. It's as you approach the person, as you enter the room, as you enter the meeting. And that's why I came up with this episode about assumptions, first impressions, and even judging a book by the cover. I talked a little bit earlier about psychology and how our brains work. And as I mentioned at the end of the episode, I'll put a link in it for Unconscious Bias. That's a really cool episode to tell you how your brain references past events and what it does with them to help you connect the pieces, connect the dots to your situation at hand. But really what I'm talking about today is how you handle yourself, how you present yourself when you come across others for the first time or when you're coming to a meeting. You might know some of the folks in the room, but not everyone. And unfortunately, it can be a matter of what you're wearing, how tall, how proudly you stand, how comfortably you stand, or if you look um, besheveled, you know, unkept, maybe your hair is a mess, or you just came in rushing from one meeting to another, and you might be presenting yourself as, you know, not well organized or not prepared for that next encounter, that next meeting. I realize in our world today, we're all being asked to do more with less less resources, less time, and in some cases, less budget, less money. But that doesn't give us the excuse to go from one place to another, one meeting to another, ill-prepared or rushing. I know sometimes our meetings are booked back to back. So literally you have a two o'clock to three o'clock followed by a three to four o'clock, right? There's no gap or no time in between and you have to do the best along with everyone else. But we have to remember what impression we're making when we leave one meeting as we close it and what impression we might be making when we enter another. We don't really know what's going to be discussed completely in that meeting, how we're going to interact in that meeting, unless, of course, we're the host. And if we are, we shouldn't be showing up late to our meeting in the first place. But when we do show up, we should always have, in my opinion, we should always have our A game, our best game, our best foot forward. And so I think while we're all busy, it's really important to put your best foot, your best self forward and keep that confidence, right? I know some of us are extroverts where we're outspoken, more comfortable interacting with others. Even if it's more of a virtual environment, we're still willing to make eye contact, um, start conversations, potentially kindly or gently interrupt to talk about other stories that might relate or give examples of information that might help the team. But then the opposite is true. Some of us are introverts. We're not as comfortable speaking out, and we're a little bit more quiet, stay kind of inside our shell. 
So regardless of your demeanor or your personality, it's important to be true to yourself. But if you're saying, hey, I didn't realize that walking into a room for the first time, people are judging me by the way I look, my appearance as far as how comfortable I am or confident I am, and then what preparation I've made for this meeting or for this uh, session, it might be good to start considering change, change for the better. And that's really cool because with this Career Growth Made Easy podcast, you could be in a transition point in your lives. You could be at a place where you can go back to specific episodes and learn how to interact a little bit more differently with people and just make a couple step process, baby steps to improve how you come across others, how they, um, you know, unfortunately, how they make a first impression of you and also how confident you grow internally so that you start to plan out your next steps. Okay, I know I'm going to, you know, let's rewind, right? I know I'm going to have a busy meeting today. I realize in the afternoon I have a 2 to 3 o'clock and a 3 to 4 o'clock in this example. You know it's going to be a tight schedule ahead of time. What are some things you could do for this? Well, one is you could let the team members know in the two to three o'clock meeting, if you, in the case you're running it, that, hey, I'd like to close our meeting approximately five minutes early. So beforehand, we'll start concluding and wrapping up to address any questions or concerns. And then I can follow that up with, uh, you know, meeting minutes and an email or notes. But if you're not running the meeting, just say, hey, you know, speak to the uh, host or the organizer ahead of time. Say, I apologize, but I have a meeting that's quite a distance away. I'll be needing to leave early. There's no problem with that. And then just maybe give a head nod and excuse yourself. What you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success by leaving one meeting in a timely manner, slightly early, and either arriving slightly before or just on time to the second meeting. You don't realize this, but subconsciously, you're already building confidence for yourself because you've already identified where your bottleneck in time was and how you're going to address it. From there then, planning the rest of your day, what's the topic of the three o'clock meeting? Am I the lead, the host? What am I presenting? Am I prepared? Do I have all my documents and computer files in order? Or if I'm just attending as a visitor, or maybe am I someone that's going to contribute? Make sure you have your mindset prepared. Maybe put some notes together ahead of time so that if general questions are asked, you're ready to go. I was just able to find my prior podcast episode number 11 that talks about unconscious bias. And actually, it gets linked to discussions about resumes. So don't forget to go back and check that out. It's podcast episode 11, Is My Resume Old? Now, what does all this preparation have to do with anything? Assumptions, yeah, it's difficult. We all make them. And it's something, like I said, we're pre-programmed or pre-wired for. And first impressions, They say you only get a chance to make one. So hopefully with some of these tips and techniques, you might be able to better yourself, improve yourself for the new year for 2021. But I talked about being confident and maybe interested in the process of change. Let's say you know you have a weakness, or as I like to say when I coach people, an area of your least strength. Maybe you should set a goal, a simple, small step goal to improve in a certain area. You might want to define what those points are, how you're going to go about it, and then focus on improvements for the new year. And one of those areas is talking about your resume. Your resume should be an extension of you. Its job is to sell you and win that interview. So let me ask you point blank. It's a new year. 
Do you know where your resume is? Honestly, truly, do you? Because when I lost my job about 12 years ago, I didn't know where my resume was. I didn't know the condition or shape it was in. And I certainly didn't know the last time I touched it or updated it. If you're in a similar situation, don't fall prey to that stressful situation, whether your company goes through a downsizing, a reduction in force, a, a, a closeout for whatever reason due to these changing times with this tough economy. You owe it to yourselves to find your resume, review it, at least make the content current, and have a little bit more confidence in yourself and your preparation going forward. Kind of like we talked about the two o'clock to three o'clock meeting and kind of pre-planning your day and being prepared. You need to do the same thing with your resume. I know for most people, the thought of the word resume can cause fear, stress, or even anxiety. But you don't have to worry about that in today's day and age. I can talk to you about that with complete confidence because, as I mentioned, about 12 years ago, I lost my job. And when I started the search from libraries back in the day to web searches to potentially considering uh, expensive online resume coaches, I was overwhelmed with information. And sometimes that information actually conflicted. It just didn't make sense. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't really have any resources. That led me to an impassioned, powerful focus on learning everything I could about resumes, how to write them, what content should be on them, what content should be excluded, also how to prepare for an interview, if you're allowed to ask questions, which ones, and finally, when you do win that job offer and accept that position, how not just to perform average and meet your goals but how to exceed your goals and exceed expectations. I'm just so excited to share with you that the end of this month, we're going to have our free Resume Masterclass webinar. I've taken a lot of the information and a lot of the content from my personal experience of studying and being literally an information sponge, but also working with local human resource specialists, recruiters, and hiring managers, and boiled down what are some of the key points that resumes fail to achieve when they're submitted? What are some of the key mistakes that get resumes rejected, both by in-person review and by automatic online submission scanning systems? If you're not sure what happens when your resume gets uploaded online to a website and the scanning process that takes place, this free webinar is absolutely for you. If you don't know what three of the most common mistakes are that cause resumes to be rejected or discarded because they just don't meet the criteria of the interviewing company, you owe it to yourself to join this free webinar. We're going to have four positions and they're in January 27th and January 28th, and we'll offer them at 1.30 Eastern as well as 4.30 Eastern so that you can make different time zones. And that will be both January 27th and 28th, Wednesday and Thursday at the end of the month. You only need to sign up for one. I hope you're excited. I know I am. If you're wondering where can you sign up, all you have to do is go to rmcenroll.com forward slash webinars. That's rmc enroll.com forward slash webinars and pick one of the session times and we'll go ahead and get your spot claimed. I do want to warn you though, 
Webinar registration space is limited, so make sure you sign up today. Again, it's at no cost. What do you have to lose? If you need to reach out to us separately, you can email us at info at craigansell.com. You can also visit our website, craigansell.com. And there's also social media at Craig Ansell for Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and now Twitter. We're looking forward to interacting with you and helping you on one of our free webinars. This has been Craig Ansell for the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We turn problems into potential and issues into opportunities. God bless. Happy New Year.